0: Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, LeBron James is supposed to return to the court tonight against the Celtics. Let's get it. The Lakers are considering LeBron James questionable for tonight's game against the Boston Celtics. Uh, Dave McMenamin said that uh, sources close to that situation have said that uh, LeBron is 50-50, and that LeBron told him that he hopes to play tonight, uh, and and just in general, like you could just tell LeBron James on the sideline hasn't looked like somebody who is very far off from a return to the basketball court, so hopefully uh, the Lakers can get this guy back, and today's show is really going to focus on the ways that he's going to help, which I'm going to try to keep it under an hour long. First and foremost, where the Lakers have just undeniably missed LeBron the most is late in games handling possession by possession, understanding what the game needs for the Lakers to come out on top. Uh, Russell Westbrook is, is a phenomenally talented player, one of the most talented and, and, and most successful point guards that the NBA has ever seen on an individual level. But I've never really got the sense watching him play that he really knows how to map out the last possessions of a game uh, so that his team comes out on top and executes what it has to execute to come out on top. He gets his own, and you basically ride with whether he makes or misses those jumpers. And some nights he makes them, most nights he doesn't. And getting LeBron back and getting Le- and, and, and getting Russell Westbrook more in check in terms of what the Lakers need to do to execute down the stretch of close games or just any game in general uh, is going to be a, a super welcome sight. I personally can't wait to watch LeBron execute the offense at the end of, the, of, of any game uh, and, and get away from being at the mercy of, of a couple bounces whenever Russ decides he's going to pull up in transition. An underrated way that LeBron's return will really help the Lakers is, look, AD has to expend so much energy making up for Russ, making up for Malik, making up for Avery Bradley getting beat back door, making up for Carmelo Anthony. Like, basically, any teammate that... Uh, Anthony Davis is on the court with, he has to make up for in some way, shape, or form in ways that he never had to when he was playing alongside some of the guys that helped the Lakers win a championship. LeBron is not one such guy that he has to make up for possession in, possession out. Uh, And so getting AD a little bit more energy at the end of the game uh, to be able to get some looks some 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 looks moving towards the basket down the stretch of the game is going to be huge for the Lakers and and, and huge for AD somebody who has looked pretty visibly frustrated uh, for most of the season and finally LeBron getting back means that the Lakers hopefully can continue to execute a little bit better in transition where Look, the Lakers have said from day one that they want to get stops, get out, run, and really dominate games that way. And on those possessions where the Lakers are trying to run, either they aren't able to grab the rebound. The rebounding has been pretty disappointing this season. Uh, LeBron is going to help there. When they actually get out and run, uh, you have smaller guys finishing in transition, which makes you not necessarily as good in those moments. So getting somebody as big and as successful as LeBron has been in transition over the course of his career is really going to help. And, and, and just in general, look, the Lakers need easy buckets. They need to convert on times that they do actually get stops and getting LeBron back. And if he is, uh, you know, LeBron James, if he's the guy that we have watched, uh, you know, for the last 19 years, that's somebody who is really going to help this Lakers team, actually do some converting and hopefully stretch those like four or six point runs that the Lakers have had this season into, you know, 10, 12, 15 point runs uh, and, and really look to take over a game the way that the Lakers are hoping to be able to take care of games uh, earlier on than they have been so far. Now, when LeBron comes back, Frank Vogel is going to have a decision to make. Obviously, LeBron is going to start. Obviously, Anthony Davis is going to start. Obviously, Russell Westbrook is going to start. So, what does the Lakers starting lineup look like? Now, with LeBron out, Vogel has basically just kind of committed to uh, offense, and he went with Carmelo Anthony in a starting lineup. He still kept some defense in there, though, or at least some perceived defense in there with Avery Bradley. And I... You know, I know Frank Vogel really uh, favors defense with most of his basically any decision that he can make. And then on top of that, I think he personally really likes Avery Bradley. It's kind of his comfort blanket uh, as one of the few Lakers perimeter players who seems to legitimately care about defense. That said, when LeBron gets back, Bradley should probably see the bench. And, uh, if he does, if Bradley does see the bench, then town Horton Tucker should start. Uh, the other thing to watch out for here. And the thing that I am kind of sort of dreading is that with LeBron getting back, maybe Vogel sees that as an excuse to get a second big into the starting lineup with Anthony Davis. If so, we know that he favors Dwight kind of holding down the fort with the second unit. And he might go to DeAndre Jordan in the starting lineup, and and if that happens, all of those fire Vogel chants that that or or, or screams and my mentions and stuff that I've kind of pushed back on, uh from from you know, basically day one, uh I'll stop pushing back as hard. I'll still push back a little bit, uh because this roster is still a tire fire, but I'll stop pushing back as hard as I was before because that would be. A, a mistake of of pretty grand proportions. I still think though that the starting lineup when LeBron gets back will be Russ, Tht, LeBron, Mello, AD. I think that's the lineup that they're going to start, at least until Trevor Ariza gets back, and then whenever he does, uh, they'll they'll try to work him back slowly, and eventually he'll be in the starting lineup. Mello will go to the bench, and and that'll kind of get the rotations all all set, and eventually hopefully. DeAndre Jordan will be waived for uh, a center with a pulse. For more conversation about Talon Horton Tucker and the starting lineup and the decisions that Frank Vogel has and will still have to make moving forward, uh, I hope you, you guys do check out the Lakers Lounge where Harrison and I discussed that, Anthony Davis' this season, all that good stuff. He and I are both on the same page that Talon, even though he still isn't quite old enough to drink, Uh, should probably be the starting shooting guard, given the state of the Lakers shooting guards as they currently stand. All right, that's going to do it here for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown. Check out the show that I just talked about a second ago. Tonight is a game that is airing on ESPN. It is a game against the Boston Celtics. It is a game in which, hopefully, LeBron James will be coming back. Uh, With all that being the case I am going to make an exception. Normally, Friday nights, I, I, I ease myself into my weekend. Uh, but in this case, I do really want to watch this game with you. So the pressure cooker is on tonight. I'll, I'll see you guys there. Again, you can find that everywhere that you find Social Screen Roll content. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, you name it. It's right there. Um, so beyond that, check that out. On the website, we have a couple cool articles. Uh, Jacob Rude wrote about the Lakers zone that they've been going to. Uh, I know Darius uh, Soriano has a piece coming uh, later today that just regardless of what it's about, it's usually worth reading. Uh, and, and, and all of that good stuff. So until later tonight, hopefully, when we're all watching the Lakers game together, or even later today when I record The Hook with Aaron Arsoul, I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a good one.